This episode is sponsored by State Farm. You a small business owner looking for insurance that fits your needs and budget? Well, look no further than State Farm. State Farm agents are not just insurance providers. They're also small business owners who live and work right here in your community. They understand the unique challenges of running and protecting a small business. When it comes to small business insurance, State Farm knows what it takes. Create a plan that fits your needs and your budget. State Farm agents are ready to help you choose personalized policies that truly understand your business. Ensure your small business with a fellow small business owner. Talk to a State Farm agent today and get started on personalized small business insurance that fits your needs. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today. It's Monday, OG, and you know what that means. You had a good weekend. You know why you did? Uh, because I sat on the couch all day. And because somebody else was standing on the bow of a ship, standing guard, so you didn't have to. Leonardo DiCaprio? Ah, yes, indeed. <laughs> uh, not in this particular one. Although, lots of good looking men and women serving our armed forces. It's our shout out to the armed forces to kick off this special holiday week of shows. Today's Black Friday show. Wednesday's hot tech show and Friday's board game show. So on behalf of the men and women of Navy Federal Credit Union and the men and women here in the basement making this podcast, a big shout out to our armed forces. Let's go stack some Benjamins together, shall we? Or this week, should we say, maybe not spend so many Benjamins together. Let's save some Benjamins this week. How about that? My gosh, you boys already know I'm not letting that Ramsey boy come over and play until you clean up your rooms. Live from Joe's mom's basement, it's the Stacking Benjamin Show. I'm Joe's mom's neighbor, Doug, and are you already drooling over all the deals on holiday toys you're going to get during Black Friday this week? In honor of this big holiday week and the original Toy Story movie being released on this day back in 1995, we welcome a woman who will help you to avoid overpaying on action figures and shrinky dinks. From Slick Deals, it's Regina Conway. Also, it's the end of open enrollment. Have you made the right choices? There are lots of changes this year, so today we welcome from the FSA store, Shauna Hausman. Plus, we'll throw out the Haven Lifeline, our TikTok Minute will have you feeling the spirit of math in your soul, and our show, as always, will have you loving the math in your portfolio, especially that compound interest. And now, two guys who look an awful lot like Mr. Potato Head and Slinky Dog, Joe and O-J-J-J-J-G. I think I'm the slinky dog. This is my partner, Potato Head, across the table from me. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Holiday Monday on the show. I'm Joe Salcihi, Average Joe Money on Twitter, and the Potato Head in this show. I like that. I like that description, Doug. Nice job. It's Mr. OG. Sure you like it. You co-opted the cool one. I have nothing to add. There's a, there's yeah. a, yeah, I like that I get to speak first because I get the first draft pick in that deal. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that helps make my week. You got a big holiday week planned, OG? I have a week of doing nothing planned. Mom's in town, so I'm trying to leave town. And uh, 
<laughs> and that's that's gonna be no, it. we kind of followed up so you remember this we had talked about you and cheryl had come to dallas and we saw wicked together yes right? i think it was wicked yes. family and we got tickets for hamilton we're like oh we should get tickets to hamilton together and then you guys are you know doing some traveling and you know just kind of faded away well we ended up getting tickets but we got four tickets oh and there's five adults somebody's getting voted off the island yeah so not good so yeah we're uh we're recording this a few days before this the final the final vote happens, <laughs> and I can tell you it's not the kids that are getting voted off. It's going to be one of the so adults. Mom is not going, and it's probably not my mom because she's not seen it. So it's between me and me and uh, me and the missus. I was going to so. say, but it's funny why is this a both, discussion? We both want to take one for the team. <laughs> she's like, "Well, why don't you go?" I'm like, "You know what? You should go." She's like, I don't want, I don't need to go with your mom. And I'm like, but you want to go with the kids. So go with the kids and it'll be fun. And she's like, but why don't you go with the kids? I'm like, but I don't want to take your spot. You, you go. You're <laughs> chipping dale in it. <laughs> when you spend that much money and then you're being a martyr not to go. Yeah. It's a, that's a tough thing. I'm taking, I know I'm being, I'm being a good, good spouse. You know, it's like, Hey, I know you want to see it. She's like, but I want to see it with you, not your mother. I'm like, well. We can't have her not go. No. That would be really... That would be bad. She, she's never seen it before. No. Oh, so then she has to go. That's mandatory. Yes. Speaking of mandatory, it's mandatory people stay around for today's show because, man, we got a big show today. FSAs, uh, it is uh, open enrollment time, as you very well know, OG, and uh, a lot of people making the wrong choices as we speak on their flexible spending accounts. How do you make the right choice? Well, we got Shauna Hausman, who's going to join us to talk about that, and then... Making is this is this her second or third year here? Regina Conway from Slick Deals, man, she always has some phenomenal holiday deals. She knows the latest and greatest, and this has been such a strange year, as you already know, OG, with uh, shopping issues, with uh, supply chain. What's actually going to be on shelves? What's going to be on sale? What maybe do we wait on? We're going to get all that from her. But first, this episode sponsored by State Farm. You a small business owner looking for insurance that fits your needs and budget? Well, look no further than State Farm. State Farm agents are not just insurance providers. They're also small business owners who live and work right here in your community. They understand the unique challenges of running and protecting a small business. When it comes to small business insurance, State Farm knows what it takes. Create a plan that fits your needs and your budget. State Farm agents are ready to help you choose personalized policies that truly understand your business. Ensure your small business with a fellow small business owner. Talk to a State Farm agent today and get started on personalized small business insurance that fits your needs. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today. All right, Shauna Hausman coming up next. Regina Conway waiting in the wings upstairs talking to mom. So let's get this party started. Hello, darlings. And now it's time for your favorite part of the show. Our stacking Benjamin's headlines. Oh, gee, it's open enrollment time. And, you know, every year there are so many people that make some fairly obvious mistakes on their flexible spending accounts. They don't take advantage of the dollars that they have or they they pick the wrong things. It seems like you and I see this every year. Well, flexible spending accounts, unlike health savings accounts, are use it or lose it. So uh, you have to be reimbursed in the year or for an expense, rather, in the year that you earned it. And most companies will give you until, I don't know, late January to kind of reconcile your expenses from December to kind of get the final final reimbursement. 
I think that it happens more the other side, that you underutilize it than overutilize it. Because it can be used for all sorts of expenses. And because of that risk of that use it or lose it thing, I think a lot of people think, eh, I might not have those you know, I don't know. So maybe I don't want to use all of the, uh, take advantage of all of the benefits, but um, so much flexibility. So much. And it gives so many people so much consternation. The bad news this year is because a bunch of COVID rules, this is a rule where people are going to make even more mistakes, which is why I spoke with Shauna Hausman from FSA store about this. I mentioned to her that same thing that people open up their benefits package this time of year and uh, they don't really know what to do. That's right. This is an interesting year. Obviously, last year was an unusual year in many ways. There have been a lot of legislative changes. And, you know, the big thing to really understand when you're looking at an FSA um, or an HSA, but in this case, really, we're talking about FSAs, which have that use it or lose it attribution. You know, they, they have that thing that really makes them unique. There were a lot of changes last year in various legislative bills that were passed. And, it gave things that happened were, you know, employers were given the option to really extend your deadline. So, you know, everyone has this annual deadline, you got to use your dollars, but all of a sudden, you know, to kind of benefit the um, employees, there were these options where employers could extend the deadline. They could also extend a grace period. They could roll over some of your money from one year to the next. There were all of these different options put on the table and it was really up to the employer. So, you know, you might have money that you contributed in 2020 that all of a sudden you thought it was gone, but it might still be there. So you're trying to figure out what do you want to contribute this year for your program and what do you want to put in there? And you may have hundreds of dollars sitting in there already. So until you figure out what you've got still from last year, you don't really know what you want to contribute this year. Boy, and that makes it tough, OG, that you don't have any, you got to look at already what you already have. You might have dollars left over. You know, we've never had a year where you could roll over money. This is the first year you might have money left over. So if there was a year when you have the ability to maybe double dip, uh, get some new stuff in your plan that you hadn't had before, this is the year. Well, and it still ultimately is whether or not you're going to use the benefit before the year end. So it's a gamble. Here's the deal. We asked her about the expenses, uh, the expense side of this. Like, what do we spend money on in an FSA? And this is what Shauna had to say. People probably don't even really understand how broad, how broadly they can really use these dollars. And this is a, a great tax benefit for people. It's a way to really reduce your taxable income, use those pre-tax dollars to, you know, to improve your health, improve your lifestyle. So, you know, Generally, people start with a couple things. Like they say, how often am I going to go to the doctor? I, can, I know I can use these FSA dollars for co-pays. Then they might say, all right, I have contacts or I got glasses. I know I can cover that with those. So that's maybe they'll add that into their list. They're going to make a spreadsheet. You know, what do I think I'm going to use? Then you might say, all right, I know I can pay the co-pay on my prescriptions, right? So if I have monthly prescriptions, let me add that to my list. And that's you know, generally as far as people get. They don't really think about the broader use of these programs. So they might say, you know, I'm going to put a couple hundred dollars in there. Let's call it a day. But you can really contribute, you know, over $2,000 to these programs as an individual. And that, you know, that doubles when you're talking about a family. You can use these for services and goods in a much bigger way. What would that, what would that mean? Give me some so, examples. Yeah, absolutely. So let's say, you know, you hurt your back and you're seeing a chiropractor. You know, sometimes chiropractic visits are covered. Sometimes they're not. It really depends on your health insurance. But you can pay for those visits, whether it's just the copay or the full payment, with your FSA dollars. You know, that's you can go to an acupuncturist and pay for that. 
if you're thinking about having a child and you're thinking maybe you want to get a doula or a midwife, you can pay for that with your FSA. And that's just, you know, thinking about the different services that are out there. And there's really, there's hundreds of these, you know, you can come to our website and see, we have a list we call it our eligibility list. You can do a lot of research on what is covered. I think people really need to get educated because you can save a lot of money using these pre-tax dollars for these services. But then also, you know, if you come to a website like FSA store or our sister site HSA store, when you're shopping with, you know, you have these programs and you want to buy products, we have over 5,000 products that are eligible. People don't really even realize they can use this money on everyday products. So some of the legislative changes that happened last year where different categories got added, things that were really more, I would call them these highly consumable products, things like skincare products, um, sunscreens, anything with an active ingredient, things like a neosporin that you would use on a regular basis, feminine care items, which people spend, you know, women will spend over $60 a year on feminine say, care that was items. A, I remember us doing a story about that last year. That yeah. was a big one last year. Huge, huge for people. I mean, you're going to use that every month, right? I mean, over-the-counter medication, that was a big change last year. So now, you know, any kind of over-the-counter meds that you use, people will spend over $300 a year for their family on over-the-counter meds. You think about children's medications, you know, think about allergy meds that you may take, painkillers, et cetera. All of that can be purchased with your FSA account. I think that OG makes these this year much more, you know, it's a flexible spending account, but makes it much better because of the fact that if I think I got money left over, well, now the fact that all these over the counters might be eligible, now I can make sure I take advantage of all that stuff. And while, you know, I, I like just in time inventory around my house, I don't want to have too much stuff laying around. I do like the fact that, man, if I've got some dollars left over, it's not going to go to waste. Yeah. To be fair, like I said, I think people underutilize this more than have too much at the end. You know what I mean? Like you look at it and you say, I don't know what my healthcare expenses are going to be. But like she said here just a second ago, that counts for everything. Yeah. You know, yeah. eye doctor visits and chiropractic care and, and, uh, aspirin and, and bandages and, you know, anything that can be medically related counts. And there's probably a pretty good chance that you're going to spend 2,500 bucks or, or I think the limit this year is 2750. But I remember at the end of past years when uh, Cheryl and I had a flex spending account, just panicking that last month, trying to figure out how we were going to spend these dollars. Seems like if you can put a plan together, even if you don't think you can spend everything, it's so much easier to at least get the value out by buying those over the counters early. Yeah, absolutely. Go to Costco. We asked her a lot more questions. By the way, I'm going to have the entire interview because we asked her about HSAs, and I know a lot of you are interested in HSAs. We talk about uh, that because uh, Shauna's sister site, she mentioned the FSA store. FSAstore.com is HSA store, so they work on HSAs as well. So we asked her about using HSAs in the program. The big thing is a lot of this legislation has changed. I asked her specifically what has changed this year that we need to be aware of. Here's what she had to say. So your deadline is set by your employer, but with the legislative changes, they could have changed that deadline and extended it a year. So you may think that your deadline for your last year money was December 31st. That's a very common deadline for people to have, December 31st, 2020. And then all of a sudden, your employer may have changed that and said, you know what, we're going to give you an extra 12 months. That money doesn't actually expire until December 31st, 2021. And when we took a poll of our current customers and said, are you aware if your deadline changed? 
50% of people said, we, we have no idea. People don't even know. They're, you know, did you get it? We say, did you get an email from your HR team? Did you get an email from your benefits administrator? People are confused. They're like, I, I don't even, I didn't even know this was a thing. And on the other side, people are sometimes hearing about the legislative changes and saying, oh, deadlines don't exist anymore. I'll, I don't have to worry about it. I don't have a deadline anymore. <laughs> That's also not true. <laughs> there are deadlines still. It may have shifted, but again, it's up to your employer. So you have to really get educated. You got to talk to your employer. You should really like shoot an email. I'm going to get in trouble for saying this. Shoot an email to your HR team and say, what is my deadline? What is the deal? Did you roll over some of the money? Did the deadline change? There's often grace periods for using your money. You know, even if people have a December 31st deadline, in a normal year, there might be a grace period. Your employer might say, you really have until March 15th to use it up. Some of those grace periods could have shifted out. So like this money could still be sitting in your account. You think it's long gone from last year and you may still have it sitting there and you're still contributing this year. So you may have really double money to use. It's fantastic uh, <laughs> opportunities. Which is great, yeah. but don't let it go to waste. The yeah. Americans, in, you know, every year, um, you know, American employees they're letting 400 to 500 million dollars oh are being forfeited. It is this is serious money we're talking about here. Well, and she even went on to say later on OG to me after we stopped recording that because of the fact that money can roll over, they actually think that that number is going to be double. So, not 400 or 500 million, but possibly a billion dollars is going to get wasted. One billion dollars. But here's people if 50% of people OG already think they're confused about what their deadline is, right? 50% of people don't know how it works already. Now we get the ability for the individual employer to change things. You and I can't sit here in front of a worldwide audience and say, Hey, your flex spending account deadline is this day. You've got to check it out for yourself. And that creates even more, even more problems. It's kind of like what we were talking about the other, uh, I don't know what's this a couple of weeks ago. We were talking about why can't we have one single retirement account in which you can put 30,000 bucks. Why do we have to have simples and SEPs and 401ks and Roth IRAs and IRAs and just have one account? You can put 30 grand a year into it. And there it is. We don't care how it gets there. Why do we have to have HSAs and FSAs and dependent care reimbursement accounts? And why can't we just have one account? One account. And you can put 10,000 bucks into it and whatever happens to it happens. Yeah. It's for your retirement, but maybe there's, there's uh, loopholes for your, uh, expenses for it's your just, ex it's expenses. just pre-tax medical expenses whenever yes. the hell you feel like spending it there it is you can put five grand a year into it or 10 grand or whatever and if you use it this year i mean i was in the hospital with covid i have some employees that were in hospital in the hospital with covid i totally would have burned through right all of my in fsa a, and hsa in a heartbeat this year. but once again this comes back where we came to last week which is that's the stuff we can't control drives you and i crazy but we also talk about all the time focus on what you can control. So I think job one here. But I like complaining about the things I can't me control. Me too. No, don't get me wrong. Me too, man. I was on fire last week about this same thing. But mm -hmm. I think the takeaway here is you got to go to your HR yeah. and find out what those deadlines are and put them in your calendar now. With a notification like 15 days ahead of that. Yeah. Yeah. To sit down with everybody involved. <laughs> FSA expires today at midnight. <laughs> You're like, dang it. We're going to CVS kids. Pack up the Everybody van. in the car. Who needs vitamins? <laughs> I think that's definitely our takeaway. Uh, Shauna was a wealth of knowledge. We spoke for over 20 minutes. So there's a lot more where that came from. Head over to our YouTube channel. If you are 
sweating out this year's FSA, this year's open enrollment. Sean and I talk even more or our guide, check out our guide, the stacker stackybenjamins.com slash stacker today also has a bunch of resources we've had for open enrollment in the past. But hey guys, time for our TikTok minute. This is the part of the show where we shine the light on some TikTok producer who's doing some phenomenal work or maybe doing something a little crazy. So which is it? Is it going to be good advice or bad advice on today's TikTok? Uh, OG, what are you thinking? I'm going to go bad advice. All right, Doug. Yeah, I'm with I'm with OG on this one. Well, actually, I have to preview this one. This is actually phenomenal advice. There is a teacher who is teaching factoring and he could not get his kids to get factoring and how factors work. If you guys remember, man, factors, that was some tough stuff to get through your skull. So he decided to preach factoring and had his students repeat after him. And this is the wonderful teacher. This is from, uh, by the way, Hoodoo Hannah on Instagram. Check this out. Put your hand on you and say a fat family is a family of factors. Oh, that's, that's when you get mysterious and you're trying to help make your point. Say 18 divided by three is six. Y'all sound real AME. I need some, I need some Pentecostal and Baptist preachers. Say 18. Divided by three is six. And 18 divided by six is three. Why? You got to get mysterious. Why? Look around. Look around. Look for the answer. Is it on the roof? Is it on the floor? Is it in the chair? Look for the answer. Say 18 divided by three is six. And 18 divided by six is three. Because six and three are factors, are factors, are factors of 18. Put your hands together and give them glory. It doesn't get better. <laughs> yeah, I'm changing my answer. That was spectacular. That's really good. Yeah. Who doesn't want to be in that class? Spectacular. Yeah. Well, and there's a, there's a lot of teachers who get a lot of grief, but teachers who can like change their teaching method immediately to go, okay, I got to figure out a way to get this to stick. You know that those kids came home that <laughs> that night and went, hey, mom, 18 <laughs> divided by three is six. <laughs> and they're like, what? It's 18 divided by six is three. And they're getting all mysterious with mom. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I need to get all Pentecostal. <laughs> that was absolutely That's pretty good. Applaud. Ab- absolutely amazing. Thanks for that. Uh, we got Regina Conway coming up next from from Slick Deals. Uh, we're not going to make her follow that, Doug. We're going to make you follow that. <laughs> so, Doug, Doug, I think though is pivoting not towards Slick Deals and all the fantastic community of deals over there. By the way, Slick Deals not a place where there's just one person or one company looking at deals, but a place where there's a community of people who are pointing each other to deals. And then because so many people congregate there, companies come directly to Regina and the team at Slick Deals. 
and give them that, which is why every year she brings us the best of the best that the community's found. All right, that's coming up next. But Doug, I think you're going to talk about today was the day Toy Story first came out. This is a this is a big day. Oh, gee, you've seen Toy Story probably 90 times. I've seen all of them. We have a sick uh, five-year-old at home this week, so we are back on the Frozen and Moana train, which is great for me. Those are Those are fantastic, too. Nothing like Frozen. Uh, No, we're on the Frozen train. I don't mind seeing Frozen, but then Frozen, Frozen 2, Frozen, Frozen 2, Frozen, Frozen 2, Frozen, Frozen 2, Moana. You're like, okay, cool. I got it. Oh, gee, just got to let it go. You just got to let it go. (laughs) Let it go. Let it go. I picked that up. Never bothered me anyway. (laughs) Yeah, that could have been more subtle. Uh, Doug, what do we got? Stackers, I'm Joe's mom's neighbor, Doug, and have you seen Toy Story? Of course you have. According to IMDb.com, it made almost $400 million worldwide, which doesn't even include sales from all those Buzz Lightyear action figures. Joe's mom always calls them my little dolls, but they're action figures, ma! Action figures! If you have children... You need kids around to collect action figures because it's totally okay for grown-ass men to collect action figures. You've probably seen Toy Story so many times you could put on a one-man production from memory. But what you might not know is it was the first 100% computer-generated theatrical motion picture. Steve Jobs, who founded Pixar, was even an executive producer. May he rest in eye heaven. So here's my question. Pixar is an innovative company, but what innovation is behind their name? In other words, what does the name Pixar mean? I'll be back with the answer just after this action figure potty break. And now a word from our sponsors at Betterment. Do you want your money to dream big? Do you want your money to be a total self-starter? Are you annoyed that your money doesn't work hard enough? Well, don't worry. Betterment is here to help. Betterment's the automated investing and savings app that makes your money hustle. Their automated technology is built to help maximize returns, meaning when you invest with Betterment, your money can auto-adjust as you get closer to your goal, rebalance if your portfolio gets too far out of line, and your dividends are automatically reinvested. That can increase the potential for compound returns. In other words... Your money's breaking a sweat while you can be breaking bread. You'll never picture your money in the same way again. Betterment, the automated investing and savings app that makes your money hustle. Visit Betterment.com to get started. Investing involves risk. Performance is not guaranteed. Oh, gee, how normal were your holidays last year? I am normal all the time. Even during during COVID, you had a normal holiday season? God, no. Of course not. We were just talking about that the other day, about Thanksgiving, how... Nobody was over. We usually have a pretty big Thanksgiving. Yep. We're finally, hopefully, getting back to normal. Knock on fake wood here. Uh, Fake card table. So in other words, you had nobody to argue with. Uh, I still argue. (laughs) With the wall. He finds a way. (laughs) Don't get in my way, wall. After a couple (laughs) Woodfords. Navy Federal Credit Union's cash rewards card helps you slay the season. You guys get that? Slay? Uh Slay the You can earn up to 1.75% cash back on all purchases when you sign up for direct deposit. You can redeem points as soon as you earn them. Learn more at NavyFederal.org. That's NavyFederal.org. Got to do the pirate thing, I think, with the Navy, though. Insured by NCUA. 
Hey there, stackers. I'm Buzz Lightyear impersonator and partially animated children's hero, Joe's mom's neighbor, Doug. Toy Story was a modern marvel, a movie with more PhDs working on it than any other in history, according to Steve Jobs. It took an average of three hours to draw a single frame on the fastest computer money could buy at that time. Let's not forget, this was last century. So, with all that tech, they had a budget in 1995 money of $30 million, which they made back quickly. But our question was, what does the name Pixar even mean? Well, Pixar, the name was coined by Ali Ray, Lauren Carpenter, and Rodney Stock, is a made-up Spanish word meaning to make pictures. And there you go. You know, maybe we should call this episode deal are because we're going to share some hot holiday deals right now with Slick Deals Regina Conway. And I think this means officially it's the start of the holiday season because Regina Conway is in the basement. How are you? I'm so excited. Great. I'm so excited to be here. It's that time of year and I can't believe it's here again, but here we are it talking is, about the best deals. It is so funny. There are two signs that, that a season is coming on Stacking Benjamins. One is Memorial Day week. Robert Niles from Theme Park Insider comes down to the basement and tells us all about what's going on there. And then Regina Conway from Slick Deals comes down and opens up the holiday shopping season to tell us what's going on. So happy holidays. Thank you. Same to you. I, I Like I said, it, this year seemed to go by super quickly, but here we are. And more than ever, it's time to get out and shop because there's some challenges this holiday shopping. Yeah. Season. And I wanted to dive into that first. I'm noticing deals sooner. Companies seem to be saying it's not so much Black Friday as Black Season, right? I felt like I was getting some of that in September, we have the supply chain issues, and I know we're talking to Bridget Carey on Wednesday about technology. That's kind of a headache when it comes to tech. What are you seeing this year? How's it going to be different? Absolutely. So some of the things you listed, the supply chain issues are definitely impacting certain categories more so than others. So we are actually still seeing deep discounts, particularly in areas where the retailers were prepared ahead of time. Target has actually said that they have 20% more inventory right now than they did last year at this time. So there is still supply to be had. Um, you don't need to panic from that standpoint. But it is generally better to start your shopping earlier. There are sometimes shipping delays. The carriers themselves have said that there might be delays. So that's something that you want to take into consideration. And if you do procrastinate, you know, you can always ship to store. So there are some workarounds. But again, just in general, a challenge season in that way. And then also to your point, you know, what we saw last year and what we're seeing this year again is really that Black Friday deals promoted throughout the month of November. And we've been seeing that starting with Walmart's deals for days. They've had three rolling events. On Black Friday itself, however, we are still seeing some of those kind of hard-to-get items and, in general, just discounts across the board. So well, well, certainly that, a good time to shop. Yeah, but I wanted to ask you about that because, you know, we're seeing all this inflation. Everything costs so much now versus a year ago. Are we seeing fewer deals because of that or fewer deals on the stuff we really want? I think 
that what we're seeing is with those items that we would traditionally expect to see on Black Friday, we are still seeing the discounts for them. Where inflation is really impacting right now is on those gas prices. Um, obviously, grocery is a very challenged category. But uh, Adobe just came out with some statistics and the toy category actually in October went down by 2.7% oh. in cost. So some of that is because these deals have been promoted and we are seeing some of that early shopping season come into play. But all is not lost yet. <laughs> Let's put it that way. <laughs> well, that, that is good news for people hoping to have a somewhat normal holiday this year, maybe a little normal, more normal than last year. So let's start off with this. Number one on your list here, Regina, is uh, home improvement. Tell me about this. Okay. So home improvement is a very broad category. And what I will say about that is there are certain things that will be challenged in this area. So, you know, my neighbor has been looking for hardwood floors. They had an issue come up in their house. This may not be the time to look for those sort of bigger items that you need for the home. However, what we're actually seeing some really good deals on is items that are carryover from COVID-related shopping habits that consumers took on. So some of the interesting areas that we're seeing, uh, Walmart has a really good deal right now on a Lux Bidet toilet attachment. All right. <laughs> so we, at the height of the pandemic, saw a over 400% lift in search volume for the term bidet on our website. And um, this seems to be a little bit of a carrier. You know, if people are still fearful of that second wave of toilet paper shortages, this this is an opportunity Just to buy that. You could get that attachment for $25. Eliminate right the need. Just eliminate the need. What else do we have? So Solo Stove, which has the camping stoves, they have a really good deal right now for several of their models. Buy one, get one free. So wow. $70 for two stoves. And then if you're into that fire pit for your outdoors, several of their fire pits are on sale for about $200 off of the models. Wow. Now, obviously, that's a, that's a more significant investment. But typically, you know, we don't tout the outdoor gear during Black Friday, but this seems to be a really good time. And that deal looks very, very popular and it's, and it's a really good cost. It's so weird though. You start with two things that I have. I also have a Stolo stove and I love it. And I've actually had seven friends buy one after coming over to my house because you barely have to get up. Have you sat around one before? I have not. I, I've heard great things about them. I have not actually sat around one. It's so great to have a real fire pit and nobody's moving because as long as you get it hot enough, right? You put enough wood in it. Wait, wait until it's it's nice and burning hot. Man, you never you never have to do the death ring of smoke march around the around the uh, campfire. It's super super good. That's fantastic. And 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 two for one. And man. Uh, yeah, that's, that's yeah. great stuff. This may be one that I actually tap into this year. We do have a fire pit, but when you mentioned that marching around and trying to avoid the smoke, that's definitely an issue with the one we have. So it, might it, be it making is this investment so year. much. And, and man, the second that I had it, I started bragging about it and everybody thought I was, everybody thought I was overdoing it until they came over and then they came over right. and then they bought one and then I need a commission, but right. Well, and now for the ones who didn't buy one, they can get it on sale. So that's right. It's perfect time to do it. Yeah. Well, get one and give one away. Are, those are big things with home improvements. We on to countertop kitchen appliances. We are. I was just going to mention also just some of those basic supplies that you need for your home. So ladders tend to be a really good deal around this time of year. Um, home Depot and Lowe's tend to use them as kind of that draw to get customers in store. There's a five foot ladder that will be available at Home Depot for $25, normally around $60. So wow. if you're looking for just those essentials that you kind of, you know, maybe not those high, high end items, but things that you need to fix up your home, this could be a good time to shop. For yeah, that that's as well. fantastic. All right. The countertop kitchen appliance. Let's do toasters. 
Okay. I love this one. <laughs> it's, and not because I, I don't shop for them myself anymore because I still have my Toastmaster toaster that I got from a Black Friday deal. Oh, we are going to do was, toasters. Yes, we are literally going to do <laughs> toasters. I bought one more than 20 years ago at this point, and it has moved with me to multiple places. It was a Black Friday deal. It does nothing but toast. And sometimes even when it's on the same setting, it might toast it a little bit darker than not. But Kohl's has Toastmaster appliances, a toaster or a blender for less than $5 when you mail in a rebate, which is less than your cup of coffee that you're going wow. to go to the store and get. I know it's, it's crazy. And that's, and that's around probably what I paid for mine. I mean, I don't remember. This was a very, very long time ago, but it was a Black Friday one of those cheap items that you buy just because you think you need it. And lo and behold, it's still the toaster that I have at home. But this is a great <laughs> gift to somebody who's just moving into a new place or just starting out. I mean, and, and cost you next to nothing, but is so, I mean, they're going to use the heck out of it. Absolutely. Now, if you do want some of those higher ticket kitchen appliance, countertop kitchen appliances, this is a good time for those as well. You'll see hundreds of dollars off of those. So, you know, the KitchenAid stand mixer that I think mm. everybody always puts on their list, maybe doesn't use as much, but I, I, my, my theory is that you get your value back when you stayed your home for listing because it's a nice appliance to have on your kitchen counter for that. The best deal that we're seeing on actual Black Friday, there's already been some deals throughout the month of November, as we were talking about, but the best deal that we're seeing for that is at Target. There's a Pro 5 Plus for $220. And if you have a Target Red Card, uh, down to $209 on that. So close to $280 of savings off of that model if you're looking for some of that kind of higher end kitchen supply. Can we can we stop for a second on the Target Red Card? Because this is a thing that I know I didn't understand how it worked. I thought that it was a credit card. They would try to sell it to me at the, at you know, when I would, when I would check out, I'm like, no, I don't need another credit card. No, thank you. But the Target Red Card, I don't think there's any reason not to have one because it's a debit card and it's an automatic, what, it's 5% off, I think? Right, absolutely. So even if you're, a, if you are a Target shopper, you might as well get that savings. It's hard for, with Target, you know, you it's rare that they'll do sort of site-wide discounts or every once in a while, we'll, we'll, we expect we'll see one on Cyber Monday because they've done that in past years. I don't know. I don't have that confirmed yet for sure. But um, if you're a Target shopper, it's just a great way. You're You're not accumulating credit debt to your point, you can actually use it as a debit card. We've touched on a few different stores already. You've talked about Kohl's, Home Depot, Walmart, Target. A lot of these stores are trying to get you to download their app now. I know speaking of Target that we use the cartwheel app that Target has. Uh, are there, mm -hmm. are we seeing deals that are app only? Is there value in downloading these apps, Regina? There is. So if you are a shopper at a specific store, it can bring you additional value, meaning you know, you brought up the cartwheel app. I have that one as well. The Walmart app, where that can come into play, particularly on Black Friday, is if you want to set up notifications that something is going on sale. Uh, you know, there are, I know that you're going to speak with Bridget about the consumer electronics, but gaming consoles obviously being a hot item. And that's something that is available on Black Friday. So if you're looking for those hard to find items, having that app could be another way to get earlier notification. Yeah. I've been trying to get that Xbox series X for a year. And okay. uh, <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, <laughs> we do have our, our YouTube host just did a video on this and has a few tips on that. But one of the biggest ones is if you know that a retailer is going to have a drop of one of those items, you need to have your info pre-saved in the cart, make sure that you are ready to pull the trigger the second that it goes live. I, uh, yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> it, it is crazy how backed up those things are. Let's talk toys. You mentioned mm-hmm. toys earlier. I bet there's got to be some cool stuff here. Yes. So this is one where before COVID, the messaging used to always be, and what we were seeing consistently was the best toy deals happen the first two weeks of December. However, given the challenges with supply and, you know, sort of just getting those hot items, Black Friday does have some of those sort of more name brand specialty items. So LOL Surprise is always a big item. Um, Walmart and Amazon are going to have the OMG House of Surprises for about 20% off. And that's been on a lot of different toy lists. Barbie items also. Uh, the, there's a Dream Camper this year. So the updated version from what I had way back when, I'm not even going to say when. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and that's 40% off for around $60. So so if you're looking for those sort of harder to get, or you really know that this is what your children are going to want this year, um, this is a good time to look for those deals. Now that said, it could still happen that some of those more staple items like board games and puzzles and things like that will start to see kind of one-off deals throughout December. But if you're, if you have to have a must have that needs to make it under the tree, this is the time to look for it. And I will, one, one more thing to add is that nobody can find the magic mixies anywhere. I think those are going for, you know, like a 50% plus markup on (laughs) like third party sellers. So um, I, I have not seen yet that those are being advertised as being available anywhere, but that, that is one of those items where if you can get it get it sooner rather than later because speaking you probably won't of see it again yeah same thing as the xbox we were just talking about only place you right. see them they're marked through the roof it is amazing you talk about playing with barbie when you were a kid barbie's such a badass just the way that barbie has redefined herself throughout the years and has and and just man the stuff that i don't know the people that are responsible for that line i think have done a phenomenal job of keeping barbie relevant i agree wholeheartedly although i am still working on my five-year-old who's my older of the two to start enjoying Barbie because I want to relive the days. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it isn't, it isn't at all about the five-year-old, right? <laughs> no, 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 it's just my excuse to be able to buy Barbie stuff again. <laughs> well, you know, if you buy enough Barbie stuff, you're going to need luggage to carry it around in. How about that Absolutely. for a bad segue? Let's talk <laughs> luggage. Good transition. So, um, you know, luggage overall, depending on where you're looking, what we're seeing, AAA is forecasting that there's going to be close to 54 million people traveling this Thanksgiving Mm. season. That's within close to pre-pandemic levels. I've seen other predictions that it will actually be even greater than that. So in general, air travel is recovering from where it was to about, it's an 80% increase over 2020 is the statistic that I'm seeing. So that said, accessories for travel have not necessarily caught up. You know, people are still maybe, maybe had not thought about travel in a while. And this is kind of coming to the forefront again. So luggage in particular, we're seeing some very strong Black Friday deals. Um, Samsonite is doing a 30% off site-wide code. Uh, That's going to be from November 24th through the 30th. So some time to shop, but obviously the sooner you shop, the better your selection and away, which is, uh, I think direct to consumer, but, yeah. um, the luggage brand is going to be doing a 40% off black Friday sale as well. They have not yet announced the dates, but keep an eye out for that. And that's one of those where if you are specifically looking for, you know, particularly, and I think we're going to transition to clothing as well, but if you're looking for specific brands, it's a good idea to sign up for their newsletters because that way you're getting that direct notification when that sale goes live. Boy, that's great advice. Uh, I have away luggage and we just recently did a trip with my son and he met us uh, down in South Florida to do some national parks and 
I know he doesn't listen to the show, but that kid needs some luggage. So, <laughs> so it's good. <laughs> well, then good time to shop for that. And then on top of that, also, I will say I just started seeing um, a lot of the travel sites are advertising Black Friday deals as well. So it, in past years, we've talked a lot about travel in general as a Black Friday special. I think this might be the time to start revisiting that if people are comfortable with and, and ready to travel. Uh, let's then you mentioned it earlier. Let's go into beauty and clothing. Clothing is an area where inflation, the numbers show that inflation may impact the clothing category overall. However, because there tend to be high markups in that category already, as well as the fact that there is still some leftover sort of inventory where retailers were maybe anticipating that people were going to be going to more holiday parties. So they bought more glittery sequined gear, <laughs> things that you, you know, baubles and things that you would wear maybe more during the holiday festivities. And then with the Delta variant, some of those expectations sort of declined and people are not doing as much as they perhaps expected. So clothes are still a good category to shop for Black Friday. We're seeing those site-wide discounts. So, you know, 30% off site-wide, 20% off of sale items already, which you can typically stack on top of if they already have a sale going, you get that extra 20% off. It's generally not the best time to get that. It's not the lowest prices that you'll get for winter gear, but you have several months ahead of us that somebody may be needing to wear that winter gear. So it is still a good time if you're just looking to get some discounts around that area. When is, when is, by the way, before you get off the, because the Mm -hmm. the natural question that somebody's yelling into their device right now is what month is the best month to get winter gear? I got to bet it's got to be like March, April, I would think. Uh, It's earlier than that because by March and April, they already have swimsuits in, you know, what they need to do is clear that inventory in order to get the next season in. And typically March is when spring break travel happens. So really it's about the beginning of January is, is really when you'll get those clearance prices. But again, you're now limited to the inventory that remains. Right. So if you're looking for specific sizes or you really need something for this winter season, it's not a bad time to shop right. in general. Right. I was also going to mention that athleisure, which was a hot, hot clothing category yeah. during the pandemic, obviously yeah. everybody started investing more in what they're wearing because they want to be comfortable when they're working from home versus needing to go into the office. So, the great sweatpants um, boom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I will admit to the fact that I'm wearing leggings on the bottom. You know, that's kind of like that you just... Uh, we transition the way that we dress. And so some of those site-wide discounts are happening with those athleisure brands as well. You'll see um, Lululemon is going to have up to 50% off on certain wow. the, certain items. Another Alala, and I may be mispronouncing that, but they have athletic apparel out of New York. Um, they're doing 30% off site-wide up to 50% off, depending on how much you shop. So uh, that category as well, you know, something that maybe people are not thinking about, but it's still... If, if you're still looking for the comfort wear, this is a good time to buy that as well. And now we're into beauty products. Yes. So beauty as well. Another, you know, at one point challenged category. I think the old statistic used to be that lipstick was never going to go on sale because people always wanted to feel a little bit of beauty. And then the pandemic hit and everybody was wearing masks. I didn't and, think about this at all. I never thought yeah. of, of course, being a dude, <laughs> I just don't think about that. Why, of course, man, it, it, it probably got decimated. It was a challenged category for a while, but I think now, you know, obviously that's returning and obviously too, with zoom, people still, I think, try to look relatively presentable. I mean, you know, yeah. if they, if they are into that. So <laughs> I don't know, maybe not. <laughs> but, I wore a shirt but, for today. So we're, yeah. Yeah. So we're in good shape. I mean, and, and, 
you know, some people don't even wear pants on Zoom. So that's also <laughs> like you just have, I think most of us learned that lesson when what was it, the GMA reporter who got caught yes. on camera so in his shorts? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Or uh, the one you might have seen the one early pandemic with the woman who went to the bathroom and didn't realize that her yes. video was on. Oh, that was yes. painful. I felt mortifying. So bad. Yes. Mortifying. Yes. Anyway. Overall, hopefully people are recovering from those kinds of oops mistakes and beauty is recovering a bit as well. But uh, Black Friday is a good time to buy those items as well. So Ulta Beauty has up to 50% off of certain eyeshadow palettes, mascara, some of the foundations. Same with Sephora has discounts on up to 50% on off on popular palettes like Urban Decay's Naked 3. So, you know, if you are are in the market to shop, this is a good time to look for those deals as well. Yeah, great timing. And the cool thing is the fact that you're mentioning you can do a lot of this online is also fantastic. All right. My favorite area, as anybody who's seen me knows, is food. I'm doing pretty well in that area. Um, I got a nice protective coating for my rock hard abs. So <laughs> what, uh, what, what, what deals we see in food? So I'm lumping this into the food and unusual category because I love usually, the unusual stuff. <laughs> so grocery is obviously one of the hard hit areas with inflation right now, but you can find deals for certain items. So we actually saw a deal trending for Aldi where you could get a butterball turkey for 80, 87 cents a pound which in this climate is a good deal. Amazing. But some of the more unusual items we've actually been seeing and that are performing really well are from Costco. They have a 72 pound whole wheel Parmigiano Reggiano cheese <laughs> and it's on sale for $9.49.99. <laughs> but if you're in the market for cheese, <laughs> this is a really good deal. By so, the whole wheel. Yeah. The entire wheel. So I think this is one where you need to maybe go in with friends and family. Maybe this could be like a big holiday festivity event. Also in that vein, they have 11 pounds of Japanese Wagyu New mm, York strict loin roast, yum. and that's on sale for just under $800. So very pricey items, but if you're into the luxury food, we are seeing some good deals there. That is absolutely fabulous. Uh, I wish you'd come prepared. I feel bad that you were not prepared for any of this. <laughs> no, I have not been scouring the deals. Yes, at all, not at all. <laughs> Seems like you've got nothing going on. By the way, I was just wondering too, if there might be a place where there's like a community of people. Imagine if there were like a community of people that were all helping each other out, kind of getting each other deals. And then the retailers knew that it was like a big place. So they kind of brought deals there and made sure people knew the deals. Is there such a place? It's amazing that you mentioned that because I happen to work for a place like that. Say it ain't <laughs> so, so. Yes. So um, that is one of the things that we love about, you know, Slick Deals. It's amazing. It's And I use it not just to, through work, but I actually use it as a consumer. I mean, I legitimately am tracking the purchases that I make for my house as well. But we are a community-driven, largest shopping platform that's driven by real users. So it's shoppers helping shoppers. So you can find that great deal that you you may have found for that wagyu beef you post it on site and then the rest of the community votes it up or down based on how good a deal it is and it's really good about not just giving you the lowest cheapest price but really discovering products that maybe you didn't realize so you know uh we've, we've heard a lot of stories about things like maybe you have a very specific vacuum model in mind but 
you're not just looking for the lowest price. You want to make sure that you really get that yeah. best value. And our community is very savvy about saying, you know, this may not be so great for pet hair or I love this model, but you may also, these are the challenges that I faced with it. So yeah, you get like these um, real user stories. Exactly. Yeah. And really about discovering, you know, our CEO's favorite deal that he's purchased was actually these wire connectors. It was like a $10 box. And he was like, I had to see why there were 200 comments on what seemed like a relatively innocuous deal. And then, you know, you look into the thread and there's somebody who says, oh, I am a former F-18 Navy engineer. These are the same wire connectors that we used on the fighter jets. Oh, my God. So, you know, it's like, <laughs> sure, I'm in. I'm sold. Yeah. <laughs> so I didn't my know I needed them, but now I need them. <laughs> Take my wallet, please. Yeah. Well, that's good because if you're going to spend money on stuff and we're going to talk about this all week long and you kick it off every year for us, whether it's this technology or on Friday board games you don't want to waste your money. So I love having people, a group of people that have my back. That's it. And, you know, even with those household essentials, like pre-pandemic, I was prepared for the great toilet paper shortage because I always set deal alerts on our site. And when there was a notification, I happened to buy them and just happened to be stocked up. So, you know, kind of making it through, but there's no reason to be paying that list price if you can save some money. And, and this is the supplies from kind of the everyday essentials up through those larger purchases that you might be making. Awesome. We will link to slick deals and all the different uh, deals that Regina talked about on our show notes page at stackingbenjamins.com. Brooke on our team takes care of all that. She's got you covered. Regina, thank you so much for kicking off the holiday season with us. It was so great seeing you again. Feels like when I see Regina, I know it's party time here in the basement <laughs> for the next like six weeks. So it might be time to spend some money too, but I'm glad that I'm glad it's a good kickoff. I always, I enjoy this so much and it's such a wonderful tradition for me as well. So I appreciate you having me on again. Hey, I'm Rob Berger. When I'm not rolling in the dough, that's right. I'm stacking Benjamins. She brings it every year, OG. Regina Conway from Slick Deals. How about that? Every year. Just so amazing. Big thanks to Regina. Hey, let's throw out David Lifeline and tackle some of life's most important questions, our friends at Haven Life Insurance Agency, they put what you value first, OG. I feel like we have to have a pre-Thanksgiving pumpkin pie. Oh, that sounds so good. Make sure you know how to make it. Okay, so here's the question. Bathe in Cool Whip or not bathe in Cool Whip? I like to have a little bit of pie with my Cool Whip. Yes, me too. <laughs> I do. I make a nice you big just, bed, of, nice big bed of Cool Whip with a little slice of pie. Hates Cool Whip. What? And she is so offended that we do not make our own homemade whipped cream. In fact, she's here this week. I mentioned that earlier. I guarantee that when we sit down to have dessert, she'll be like, "Where's the whipped cream?" We're like, "Oh, we got yeah. Cool Whip." Well, and oh, gee, it's oh, frugal. You, you could save like three dollars and forty cents by making your own Cool Whip. It's not even that. It's not that at all. No, I'm she saying you could, though. For our frugal fans out there, they're probably yelling that you're wasting $3.48 on Cool Whip. Uh, well, I'm wasting $6.96 because I get two of them because it takes two Cool Whips per pumpkin pie. <laughs> right. <laughs> per cool like the miracle whip of the whipped cream world. The miracle whip. It, it is 100%. You either love it or you hate it. And there are people who will stand out on the corner proselytizing about how amazing Miracle oh. Whip is or other people who will run from it. I'm the same way with Cool Whip. 
oh gee, I love Cool Whip. I just take the piece of pie and set it. Re- I, I take the top off the off the Cool Whip and just put a the biggest piece of pie that'll fit on top of that tub, and I just set it right on top, the and tub. then. You just, yeah, just one big put it right. Of, yes, that's a great idea. Actually. It's like a topping for your Cool Whip. Yeah, I'm sure that it will go great if you do that right before your life insurance uh, <laughs> uh, physical exam. No, of no, course, no, no, no. Sugar. with Haven Life, their application is simple. It's online. You get an instant coverage decision. So go ahead and load up on the Cool Whip. Prices are affordable. All policies issued by their parent company, Mass Mutual, more than 160-year-old insurer. I'm thinking of that Jim Gaffigan joke where he eats the tub of uh, gravy. Remember that one? Uh, <laughs> Just drinks the gravy. <laughs> sir, your blood is Cool Whip. <laughs> Sorry to say, your blood is Cool Whip. Today, we're going to throw out the Avon Lifeline to our friend, Russell. Russell, by the way, his question's so long, you need to take a break halfway through. So let's hear part one. Hey, Joe. Hey, OG. I have come into a 1961 World Series Yankees baseball that I'd like to sell, and it should fetch around two to $3,000. I'm an avid investor. I use my Acorns account. I invest probably 20 to 25% of my net take-home pay. I don't have any debts. I'm doing fine. All of my investments are pretty boring, which right now is fine. However, with this extra money that I'm going to have from this baseball, I would like to try and invest in something different from the market. Specifically, and go ahead and hit your nerd button, I played a lot of Magic the Gathering as a kid. Hold on. Wait. <laughs> Wait. Oh, boy. Nerd! Old sets of Magic the Gathering uh, can sell up for $200,000, $300,000. Uh, they're rare now. They're pieces of art. My question to you is, what do you guys think about kind of the accredited investor investing when you're not an accredited investor with a little bit of money? Thanks for that question, Russell. And for those of you new to the show, when I played the nerd button, that means I'm right there with you. I played some Magic the Gathering myself, Russell, and uh, never collected the stuff, but had a lot of fun with that particular game as uh, as I did with baseball. I'm a big baseball fan. Here, Here's the first question, OG. If he doesn't need to sell that baseball, right? If he's doing okay in other areas, I mean, wouldn't he look at it to see how much that stuff appreciates first, that type of thing, and maybe hold on to it? Look, I'm going a, I'm to a jump in here on you, OG. It's a Yankees baseball. If he doesn't need the money, he's got to burn that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's only one answer to this question. Oh, so Doug's yeah. like, uh, Russell, I'd sell it yesterday. Doug's all about selling it. Let's sell it. Assuming that everything else is good, assuming that all of your you know, other financial plans are in order, then it doesn't matter what you do with the rest of your money. And it doesn't matter if you consume it uh, frivolously, or at least in areas that people would think would be frivolously. There's certain things that we all do that other people look at, like cool it versus making your own, that is just egregious. And you say, well, never in a million years would I do that. But you don't have those circumstances. So you can't say what you would or wouldn't do, given those circumstances. So if you're on track with everything else and you want to uh, speculate in some other areas that are interesting to you, I, I mean, it's not an investment. You're not investing in trading cards from the 1980s or whatever. That's 
that's not a thing. But I mean, you're speculating in it. But it's no different than someone saying, I want to buy an IPO or I want to go on angel.co and and buy some private equity type deals or a hedge fund or the masterworks or why the wine thing. I mean, there's thousands of places you can put your money that is a pure speculation. Go to the freaking casino and have a hell of a time. There's all sorts of places and outcomes that you can that you can do that are interesting to you. But as long as it's in alignment with with all of your other financial goals and they're good, then I don't think anybody has the right to pass any judgment whatsoever on what you're spending your money on. I think the big thing to think about, Russell, is the risk that you're taking. And if you, as an example, if you hold on to that baseball and you don't burn it, but Doug figures out where you live and he comes over and burns it, well, because you're holding on to the physical property, that is a risk, right? I remember that uh, that a good friend gave my brother and I, when we were young, gave us a baseball signed by a bunch of very famous Baltimore Orioles. The entire Baltimore Oriole baseball team uh, signed it. So it was just a plain baseball? <laughs> wow. <laughs> no, no, no. It's signed by all the famous Baltimore but Orioles. It must have been pre-Cal Ripken. Yeah, this is back, you know, the Jim Palmer days. I mean, there were tons of great baseball players on those teams. And uh, the Earl Weaver days, remember those days? So, uh, those, I don't know anything about baseball. So the Earl could mix it up. up. Here's where the age difference comes, right, right here. But <laughs> fantastic stuff. Well, uh, one day when the uh, snow went away, my brother and I couldn't find our other baseball, so we took the lid off of that one and thought, what could happen if you just throw it around a little bit? <sighs> that thing goes in a couple snowbanks. A lot, a lot goes bad. So there are some risks, but I think knowing what the risk is before you get into that type of investment. I mean, you know, he, he referenced OG, the, uh, the credit investor rules and the credit investor rules are really broad. And what they're meant to do is to make sure that people with limited savings and means enough to cover the basics, but not enough to, to treat retirement like the casino don't make mistakes. But that said, OG, I think those rules are really a little too broad, maybe way too broad and don't protect people in the right way. I think it's much more what you're talking about know yourself and know your goals. Well, I don't know that they're too broad. They're probably too low is what they're, what they, yeah, I mean, right. generally right. income and assets is a criteria and uh, income or assets, I should say, and probably should be much higher, but, but nobody verifies it. I mean, you could say that you've got a net worth of $20 million. Nobody cares. You know, if you want to invest in wines of the world or Van Gogh's or pre IPO tech companies who, I mean, you can do whatever you want to do. But I, I think that as long as you're on track with your other stuff, then it earns you the flexibility to make other decisions with the other things and 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 recognize it for what it is. It's a 1,000% pure speculation. The binary outcomes are you will make money or it will be worth zero. You know, Joe had a baseball that was worth money and then it was worth zero. Then it's just a normal baseball. You know, I mean, that's the same thing that will happen with whatever speculative thing you decide to put some of this money into, you know, you'll either have something that somebody wants to pay a hundred thousand dollars for a whole bunch of trading cards, or it'll be worth zero. It'll just be a whole bunch of garbage. Yeah, know the risk. Know, know your risk. We thought he was done there. Russell wasn't done. He uh, called us back. This is Russell again. I just called about the magic cards. Uh, one thing that I will say is these cards, I've done a little bit of research. They, 
hold their value, uh, specifically the very old ones, and they go up slowly over time by four, five, six percent over a few years. They kind of continuously plod up. Not a good investment to flip and sell, but from what I've been reading, holding on to for five to ten years, sitting on them. And what do you think about getting insurance for this? I'm sure that this could be applicable to not only my very nerdy game, but anyone who is into sports memorabilia or art or any of these things. Love to know your opinion. Also forgot to tell you, <clears throat> size extra large. And if is, anyone's yeah. interested in uh, buying my baseball, Joe, just you know, get them in contact with me. All right, bye. Did he call back a second time to try to get a second T-shirt? And, uh, I don't think it was for a second T-shirt, but I certainly think he forgot the sales pitch at the end to help sell the baseball. <laughs> That's what it was. And another thing. Yeah, Russell, don't forget us with a commission when the uh, Yankee fan uh, writes me and I and I hook you up for that sweet the sale. single Yankee fan. The uh, I'm sure we've got uh, several. Based on the, the friends we made, OG, when we were in New York City, uh, I think there's a few Yankee fans uh, over there, but... I've changed uh, my complete tenor on this. Now. I know I'm going to, I'm going to completely disagree <laughs> with Russell. Now this is the dumbest thing I've ever heard of. If they go up Russell by 6% a year, this is a <laughs> investment. This is the dumbest thing you could do. Like I'm going to have the most illiquid concentrated position in the history of mankind. And I'm going to do all that so I can get the same rate of return as lending money to Apple. <laughs> what the F? No way, man. <laughs> Look at risk and return on, you know, just a couple of different asset classes. US Treasuries plus or minus 3%, long-term government or long-term long-term corporate bonds sometimes plus or five, plus 5 or 6. Uh large US company stocks, you know, plus or minus 10, small company stocks plus or minus 12 and a half. If if I can't get those numbers, I need to get some multiple of that for me not to invest in the public markets. Like why in the heck would you put your money in something that's going to go up something less than 12 and a half percent when you can just buy all the small companies in the entire universe and get 12 and a half percent for the rest of your life. Like business owners don't get this either. I just kind of pivot a little bit here. Business. If you own a business and your business isn't growing at 15 or 20% a year, you're doing it wrong. You need to be growing at multiples greater than the small company stock market, or you should take all your profits and put in the freaking stock market because it's growing better than you. You're a micro cap business or whatever it is, and it needs to be growing at rates greater than the public markets. Otherwise, you're losing money on that deal. Does that make sense? So why would you take your other speculative investment and get another speculative investment that's going to return worse? That's stupid. Yeah, that, don't do stupid things. Just take your money in the casino. Well, that or just put it in the diversified investment, right? No, no. Don't. He wants to blow the money. Go blow it in an opportunity to actually make some money. You know, go play roulette. Thirty-five to one odds. Pick a number. <laughs> he just black twenty. I love how you just take this thing that's earning six percent and go nuclear with it. You just go complete like there's 50 steps along that way, OG, and you go to the nuclear one. <laughs> that doesn't sound like OG at all. Well, no, he just said he wants to. He's like, I want to take all the risk in the universe. This but is I his don't crypto no money. Seriously, this is crypto money. And, and some of those basic coins in crypto, uh, some of the NFTs out there, he could be in that market where he's he has a shot at getting those types of returns. And he's not just spinning the chance wheel. You know, I Roulette think that is science, dude. If there's 10 reds in a row, 
you know it's going to be green. <laughs> you know. You just, in your soul, you can it's, feel it. Hashtag science. That's the way science works. <laughs> yes. And the way you do it is all good. The gut dealer feeling. has busted three hands in a row. You know, it's time for them to get a blackjack. It's going big. Yeah, it's like poker. Uh, uh, that might have been a little tongue-in-cheek there, uh, Russell. But thanks for the question, and uh, congratulations on being an X-Large as well. Gertrude's going to send you a code, <laughs> and you can pick out any shirt size you'd like. But uh, I would suggest great. you get a Smedium. A Smedium, yeah. Yes, Just, make it nice and tight. Yeah. Show off those biceps, Russell. Well, then, then when he's pointing the way to the... Gun show? Well, well, not for, not for him. It's to the magic show. Oh, right. 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 This is pointing the way to the magic show. He's, he's the magic it. scepter show. By the way, we, we get some very kind emails from people too. And I just got to say a big thanks to Christian who uh, reached out to me a couple weeks ago. Dear Staggy Benjamin's team, thank you for your wonderful show and all the work that goes into creating your entire community and platform. You were with me from the start of my financial education five years ago. Thanks a lot for all and to many more years. Greetings from Germany. And when do you plan on having a meet and greet in Europe since Joe's a happy traveler? Well, next week, uh, Christian, I'd love to come to Germany. I don't know if you know this, but I went to Bavaria. Would you guys like to talk about my trip to Bavaria? And Joe's no longer allowed in Germany after he (laughs) went to Bavaria. Uh, uh, Christian, I talked about that one. Maybe, maybe just before you got here, a fair amount. I absolutely loved it. But if we could do a meetup, we've never done a meetup in, in Europe, and uh, I will definitely be doing Western Europe again. I'd like to do those Christmas markets. We've, we, Cheryl and I have been talking a lot about uh, just how fun that would be, Western Europe and the Christmas markets, or heck, Eastern Europe. Prague, Budapest, never done, uh, never done those cities. So Bucharest, I've heard, is absolutely fantastic. Um, so can't wait to get back there. But thank you for the note and... Uh, Note from Germany. So, so nice. All right. That's going to do it for today. Hey, a lot of people to thank, by the way, not just Christian, but, but man, we had some great guests help us with our money today. Hopefully you've got a better handle on what to do with your open enrollment, with your benefits. Hopefully you've got Black Friday week kickstarted. Great day today. And we're not finishing there on Wednesday for maybe her, it's got to be her seventh or eighth year here. Bridget Carey, from CNET. And if you don't follow Bridget Carey on social media or watch Bridget's uh, amazing CNET reviews and videos, she's here every year talking about what's hot in tech. And this year also going to be a weird year for technology with all the supply chain stuff. So we'll ask her about that. All right. We've got all that on Wednesday, but today we got a lot of people to thank. Doug's going to do that heavy lifting. Doug, what should we have learned today? Well, Joe, I'll tell everybody what they should have learned today. First, if you want to remember something, you got to make yourself feel the power of it. You got to let the spirit of it enter way down in your soul. Second, in fact, I want to keep doing that voice, Joe. Second, looking to score that next big deal, Joe. Use a side like Slick Deals to find your best deal. No matter what you do, head into Black Friday shopping with a plan. Because believe me, the stores, they have a plan for you. But the big lesson, we should have all invested in Pixar instead of a full action figure set and China cabinet to display them in my living room. Looking at how big that stock's grown, I could have lots and lots of China cabinets full of action figures right now. 
Thanks so much to Regina Conway from Slick Deals. You can follow her on Twitter at Regina N. Conway. And you'll find a community hunting down deals at slickdeals.net. Thanks to Shauna Hausman from FSA Store. Find out more about them at fsastore.com. This show is the property of SB Podcasts, LLC. Copyright 2021 and is created by Joe Salcihat. Our producer is Karen Rapine. The show is written by the brilliant Paulette Perhatch with help from Joe and Doc G from the Earn and Invest podcast. Know how I know how brilliant Paulette is? She wrote the words I'm reading right now. While she's not putting awesome words in my mouth, she helps writers power their work and businesses power their words. See how she can help you at thatwriterpaulette.com. After you listen to our show, check out our show notes page written by our website manager and blog editor, Brooke Miller. Brooke and Joe also collaborate on a guide to the show and with lots of extras we couldn't include on today's podcast. Heck, they'll also throw in some life money lessons from Joe and it's all free. It's called The Stacker and you'll find it at stackingbenjamins.com forward slash stacker. Once we get all of this goodness bottled up, it goes over to our engineer, the amazing Steve Stewart, who helps the rest of our team sound nearly as good as I do right now. Want to talk about the show later? Mom's friend Gertrude is our social media coordinator and room mother in our Facebook group, The Basement. So say hello when you see us posting online. Here's a weird fact. She and Tina Eichenberg are never in the same room at the same time. To join all the basement fun with other stackers, type stackingbenjamins.com slash basement. I'm Joe's mom's neighbor, Doug, saying until next time, spray and neuter your pets. Welcome to the after show. This is a part of the show that doesn't exist. You know, this is the beginning of the week uh, when we see people um, do uh, just just horrible things. I I hope this year for the first time in a long time we don't see somebody get trampled at a Walmart. I just uh, and why is it always for a TV? I just I, TVs are expensive. I, yeah, but is it worth trampling some of them, man? Oh, it's four K, Joe. Yeah. Hey. hey. <laughs> I don't know. I think we got to be a little nicer to each other, especially after what we saw happen in Houston just a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Just, man, holy cow. But not to make this yeah, a downer. What are we doing? I know. Like, <laughs> how to bring everybody down in the just after a show? Funeral after show here. Actually, on the other end, I want to ask about uh, if your holiday shopping's changed over the years, because, you know, mine certainly has. I mean, I remember the old days of when I was a kid and my, my dad would not do anything until Christmas Eve. Do zero. Yeah. 
Yeah, that was, that was my and, and then the malls would close at noon. He'd always make us go with him. And uh, he would- Pick something out for your mother. Yes, pick something out. And, and, and it would go from early on, he'd be a little picky, but he'd always find a way to be there with like 22 minutes to go. And it was no longer what will mom like to what won't offend her. Like that was, that was the criteria. If it won't offend her, that's what we're buying. That's how you keep a marriage fresh. <laughs> tip for all the lovers out there. Don't offend your spouse. Yeah. I Nowadays, I haven't been to a mall in probably 10 years. Hence why they're on their way out. Uh, you know, you I, were the sole reason you were it. I'm it. Yeah. That was uh, the straw that broke the camel's back. As soon as Doug stopped going, shut him down. Time to shut down the Spencer's Doug's not here. <laughs> hot topic, hot topic on their last quarterly call said <laughs> Doug's not buying the, the half shirts anymore. Yeah. And for a lot of years I did what most of the Western world is doing. Maybe all of the world is doing, you know, I went to online and Amazon and and now that I spent some time in a small town, I am going into the, some of the smaller retails and the retailers in the small town to uh, make sure I help the local community, but there's some things you just can't get there. And so I do go online for that, but I do what I can to, to try to shop locally. The cool thing you find in these small towns, you find stuff you you can't find anymore. And I don't know, I'm old enough. I remember when I was a kid, my mall was different. You know, we had different stores. Now it doesn't matter where I go. You got the same crap and you might as well just get it online. But but I love going to some of these, to your point, Doug, I love going to some of these uh, stores now that just are locally made things. Where There's I some get- of that. Joe, I want to say though, that w- when you were a kid, your mall had all the same crap everybody else's did. You just didn't know it. Cause no, we, were, the firms, we didn't see it all, but the, you're right. The firms though were regional, you know, cause I remember, I remember, uh, some of the, the, cause I was interested in the stuff in college about how these companies were growing and you'd see these companies make these plans. I mean, sure. Sears was in every mall. JC Penney was in every mall, but I'm talking about some of those little stores. Things remembered. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> My favorite store. <laughs> The one that had all the unique things. <laughs> KB Toys. Those were all made by the local elves. The Holly Farms sausage <laughs> store. Right. Yes. Do those exist? No. Mm-mm. OG, you uh, do most of your shopping online this year? I do most of my shopping online always. I just dislike so much anything that has to do with groups of people, especially around holiday time. Like, oh my goodness. Like, there's no way in God's green earth that I will stand in line to like pay for a pay for a pair of jeans at Christmas time or something like. No, I'll just order ten pairs that I think I'm gonna like and return the other nine. That's just uh, that's a little excessive. I would. I will usually but. go into a place like you know to buy clothing if you're talking about a pair of jeans. But I got to tell you, I went to Levi.com for the first time this year, and what a kick-ass shopping experience that was. Like they made it so easy. Just yeah, you just search by what you want. I know. Levi, if you want to sponsor the show. Skinny jeans. Do they have a little butt shape selector on their website? Is this your butt? <laughs> Joe's experiencing online shopping for the first time. It was amazing. Like I could pick the jeans and the size. I could click a button. And then I put in a whole bunch of random numbers from another thing that I've got in my wallet. And they sent it to me like in a day and a half. And I didn't have to drive all the way to the Levi store to get Levi's. <laughs> all right. Enough old guy shopping jokes. We got to go. Well, stackers, the show might be over, but the celebrations are just beginning. 
because it is Military Appreciation Month that I want to celebrate people like my brother-in-law, Eric, who is such a giving person. Eric will do just anything for you. And as a Marine, you can see that his time in the military taught him to be a guy who gives to his community, gives to his family, and is always there when you need them. This Military Appreciation Month, Navy Federal Credit Union wants to celebrate members like Eric who go above and beyond. Navy Federal offers member-only exclusive rates, discounts, and tools to empower their members and help them reach their goals. Navy Federal's employees are part of the community they serve. Many of them are military family members, reservists, or veterans, and all branches of the military, veterans, DOD employees, and their families are eligible for Navy Federal membership. In fact, there are so many resources on the Navy Federal website, resources like Best Cities After Service to help veterans transition to civilian life and Best Careers for Military Spouses to support military families. Visit NavyFederal.org slash celebrate and you'll see all of their Military Appreciation Month offers and other Navy Federal offers. Navy Federal is insured by NCUA, Equal Housing Lender.